everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of the Ubuntu Security Podcast with me, your host, Alex Murray. So this week we'll be talking about the usual CVEs and fixes across the various packages in the supported Ubuntu releases. And we're going to have a bit of a chat about a topic we talked about last week, uh, hardening features and that kind of thing for Ubuntu, as well as the announcement of the extended security maintenance for Ubuntu 14.04 Trusty, uh, and we've got some open positions in the team that I'll talk about as well. Okay, so let's get into it. So this week, we're looking at 18 unique CVEs that have been addressed. The first one I want to talk about is in Poplar. So we've talked about this package a few times previously in other episodes. This is used via things like events and other uh, PDF rendering uh, packages. Uh, in this case, we're looking at a heap-based buffer underwrite. What you're looking at there is uh, the Poplar code was indexing into an array using uh, a negative indice. So in this case, the value of minus one that was returned uh, when it called another function. It wouldn't check that return value to be negative, and it would therefore use that to index into this buffer. And obviously, if you're going to index into a buffer at minus one, you read uh, in memory before the buffer. In this case, we're reading a kind of arbitrary heap memory, probably heap metadata in this case. Uh, so yeah, you're going to end up then at least with uh, crashing. Uh, and uh, sorry, because this was a write, actually, you're going to likely corrupt heap metadata. You're going to eventually end up uh, you know, crashing because glibc should detect that. Uh, so there's a denial of service. But if you can corrupt things in the right way, you might be able to get code execution as well. Yeah, this one was found uh, and reported upstream. Uh, looks like someone was fuzzing uh, libpoplar in this case, and they were using address sanitizer from Clang. So if you're interested in trying to do something similar, yeah, address sanitizer is a good feature built into Clang where it basically detects at runtime uh, any you know wrong memory accesses. A little bit like Valgren, but without all the overhead. Okay, uh, moving on, we've got uh, six CVEs that were addressed for libtiff. So this is the uh, tiff image format uh, library. This was fixed uh, for trusty, xenial, bionic, and cosmic. Uh, all of these look like denial of services, except for one, which was possible code execution, but itself a denial of service still. Uh, so we've got a dereference of an invalid address. So dereferencing a, a pointer that points to some invalid memory location. So you end up doing a read from uh, an invalid memory address, likely to be uh, to cause a segmentation violation, therefore a crash denial of service. We've got a couple heap buffer overreads, pretty similar sorts of things. Again, cause denial of service. Two null pointer dereferences, uh, again, denial of service. We've got a memory leak, uh, a denial of service, but it's of a different type there, I guess. You know, if you can leak it off memory, you could get the process to be killed by the out-of-memory killer. Finally, we've got a heap-based buffer overflow. So again, uh, a bit like the, the one I talked about previously in Poplar, by corrupting the heap here, yeah, you've got the chance to get possible code execution, but at least probably cause a crash due to accessing some invalid memory address. So yeah, all those have been fixed for libtiff. Uh, the next thing we've got is for the WA Linux agent. So this is one CVE here that was fixed for trusty Xenial, Bionic, and Cosmic. Uh, the WA Linux agent is used to manage instances of Ubuntu, but also other Linux distributions that are running uh, on top of Microsoft Azure. So if you're running uh, Ubuntu VMs basically in Azure, you've probably been using this. Part of what WA Linux Agent can do is it can configure things like swap space for the guests. Uh, and in this case, what it would do is it would create a swap file under slash mounts the swap file uh, and use this as the, the swap space. But it would make this file world readable. Uh, so therefore, any user could read it. And the problem here is that if you've got encryption keys in memory or other kind of sensitive items from other users that are on the machine, just in memory that might, you might not normally be able to read, but then these things get swapped out to disk 
disked so out to the swap file, uh, then anyone would be able to read them by just reading that swap file. So yeah, that's been fixed to obviously make it only readable by root, but to also uh, correct the permission on any existing swap file that had been created. So if you're still at runtime and you upgrade this package, your swap file should automatically have the permissions changed on it so that it can't be read uh, by arbitrary users. So that's good. So as I say, that's been fixed. Uh, we've got an update for PHP. So this is for PHP in precise extended security maintenance. I talked about a PHP update last week in episode 23, where we had updated it for Xenial and Trusty. Uh, so in this case, we've backported those fixes as well for precise extended security maintenance. Uh, so if you want to know more about that, uh, go and listen to last week's episode, episode 23. But as I say, four CVEs there that we've fixed for precise extended security maintenance customers. Okay, we've got a couple updates for the Linux kernel. Uh, I did mention Linux kernel as well last week. Uh, in particular, we'd updated the kernel for Bionic. Uh, this week, we've got updates for the Xenial kernel and also for the Trusty kernel. So for the Xenial kernel, that's updated obviously in Xenial, but also in Trusty if you're using the Xenial hardware enablement kernel backported to Trusty. Uh, so yeah, five CVEs here. Two of these uh, I talked about in last week's episode for the Bionic kernel update. This was the policy kit start time issue where essentially when you go and uh, fork to run a new process, the start time of that process could be uh, arbitrarily controlled by a malicious user. Uh, so that's been fixed in the kernel as well as uh, an old CVE uh, that's been fixed previously for other releases, uh, which was a denial of service via the chance to mmap a fuse-backed file uh, into your processor's memory wherever your command line arguments are. And then if anyone went and tried to say run ps or to you know cat from slash proc slash uh, your pod slash command line etc uh, something like that then uh, it would arbitrarily block that calling process so you could obviously block people from running top or ps or, or whatever else by just uh, mapping this into your uh, process memory space so that's been fixed uh, we've got three other cves here that were also fixed uh, for that kernel though uh, there's a trigger of a bug on in the kernel. So bug on, if you're not familiar with kernel programming, is quite like the assert macro in uh, standard C user space programming. Uh, it's used to obviously signal that you know something that should never actually happen has happened. What this does is it prints an oops in the kernel and usually the kernel then will hang. So yeah, in this case, because you, you can trigger this from user space, uh, you could trigger essentially a denial of service of that kernel. Uh, in this case, by using a large uh, pgauth parameter, which is one of the parameters for uh, remap file pages system call, when you were using that in conjunction with an existing mmap. Yeah, so that's been fixed. Uh, we've also got a fix for an out-of-bound read in the USB driver for uh, the option high-speed mobile devices. So uh, in this case, what would happen is it would read uh, the descriptors from the device itself uh, that would return a particular value as an unsigned integer. Uh, sorry, a U8, so like a, two, a maximum value of 255. Uh, that would then get used to index into an array that could only hold up to 16 things. And so if, if the device was malicious, it would be able to essentially index uh, out of the sides of that array, uh, likely cause a, a denial of service as a result. And finally, we fixed a null pointer reference in the F2FS driver, which would be triggered if you'd used the no flush merge uh, mount option. As I said before, we've got updates as well for the kernel in Trusty and the uh, Trusty hardware enablement kernel backported to precise extended security maintenance, both the same kernel. Uh, so one CVE here that was fixed, uh, again, this was the same one that I talked about in last week's episode uh, for the start time issue in Policy Kit. So if you want to know more about that, uh, go listen back to episode 23. Yeah, but that's been fixed uh, for those kernels as well. 
Okay, finally, we've got an update for Libvirt. So one CVE here fixed for Xenial, Bionic, and Cosmic. In this case, it was a relatively simple null pointer dereference if the, uh, the Libvirt agent did not reply in time. So in this case, this might happen if your uh, Libvirt VM, you know, like your guest is being shut down, it would not be able to reply back in time. Uh, that would then cause Libvirt on the host to crash, so it's an a service. So that's been fixed. Okay, that takes it to the end of the usual list of updates for the week. So last week, I put out a call for people to give suggestions for their kind of favorite hardening techniques in Ubuntu. And uh, we've had a response from Alexander Popov. So he is uh, quite prolific uh, doing kernel hardening features uh, for KSPP. In particular, uh, he was responsible for getting the Stacklick uh, GCC plugin into the mainline kernel. So if you want to know more about that, I've got a link in the show notes about that. Uh, yeah, but obviously that was quite an arduous process for him, but uh, that has been done, which is a really great work and something that uh, I guess a lot of Linux users will benefit from as a general kernel hardening technique in the future. Uh, but so yeah, he got in contact with us pointing out a couple things that he's done, uh, in particular the Linux kernel defense map. So this is a project that he maintains on GitHub that kind of matches uh, different sort of exploitation techniques uh, against the kernel, against different hardening techniques that the kernel has to try to defend against them, and kind of how that all maps together. It's really cool. Uh, it's a nice, a great graphic that he's got there that you can go and check out. Again, a link in the show notes, as well as he maintains a project uh, which is kconfig harden check. So this is a tool for essentially analyzing your kernel configuration. So essentially what options have been turned on or off in the kernel. So in particular, this might be useful if you're someone that compiles your own kernel uh, on Ubuntu or some other distribution. And you can basically analyze what options you've got turned on and compare these against what the uh, KSPP, the uh, Kernel Self-Protection Project, recommends you should use for uh, adequate hardening and uh, try to figure out yeah, what things you maybe should be changing as a result. And so this is something that we ourselves, the Ubuntu kernel team in particular, and the security team, we use this ourselves internally. So Tyler Hicks, who uh, used to be a, an Ubuntu security team member, is now uh, on the Ubuntu kernel team. He has been contributing to uh, this project himself directly, and uh, he's provided some uh some updates to make it uh, work across different architectures, that kind of thing, which is what we use uh, in Ubuntu to support our various ARM um, kernels and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, so this is something that we already use. And so, yeah, thanks, Alexander, for getting in contact and pointing out these awesome uh, hardening tools that you've been working on. Okay, the other thing I wanted to talk about was that uh, we announced during the week that uh, the extended security maintenance for Ubuntu 14.04, that's Trusty, uh, will begin on the 25th of April this year. So there's a link in the show notes to the announcement that was made on the Ubuntu security announce mailing list. Essentially, uh, Ubuntu 14.04 uh, LTS will transition to extended security maintenance on uh, the 25th of April. So we encourage all uh, existing users of Trusty to, uh, if possible, upgrade to Xenial uh, and then possibly to Bionic as well, uh, because they'll get support and you'll get kind of uh, the standard support uh, going forward for that. Uh, but if you're unable to, uh, you can get extended security maintenance for your existing trusty installation. Uh, this is provided uh, to our customers via the Ubuntu Advantage program. And I've got a link to that in the show notes as well. If you want further details on the ESM program, essentially what it covers, what it entails, uh, I've got a link to that as well there too. So yeah, if you're uh, using Trusty and you're unable to upgrade and you want ongoing security support for that, uh, I urge you to check out the extended security maintenance program. Finally, uh, we are hiring. 
We've got two open positions on the Ubuntu security team. We're looking for an Ubuntu security generalist. So if you're someone uh, that has a, a good Linux and a security background and you're keen to help harden and make your favorite Linux distribution as secure as it can be, I urge you to please check out the link for that one in the show notes. Or if you're someone who is keen uh, in robotics, you have uh, some experience in the ROS community and in particular have a strong interest in security, we're looking for a robotic security engineer. And we've got a link to that in the show notes as well. So yeah, please check out uh, either of those positions if they're of interest to you and apply. Okay, that takes us to the end of the episode. Thanks very much for listening. If you want to get in contact, you can reach the team at security.ubuntu.com. Or you can find us hanging out in the Ubuntu Harden channel on the Freenode IRC network. Or you can catch us on Twitter at Ubuntu underscore sec. So as I said last week, if you've got any tips on your favorite hardening techniques or packages or that kind of thing uh, for Ubuntu, please get in contact. We would love to hear from you. Uh, But otherwise, yeah, as usual, remember, keep calm and enable automated upgrades. And I will speak to you in another week. Thanks again for listening. Bye.